0: Hi, I'm T2, and I support Gen X Grown Up through Patreon
1: because they're super gentle to my wires and boards. I think you should too. Go to patreon.com forward slash Gen X Grown Up. Welcome back, Gen X Grown-Up Podcast listeners to episode 121 of the Gen X Grown-Up Podcast. I'm John, joining me as always is Mo. Hey, everybody. Of course,
0: you know that George is here. Hey, how's it going, guys?
1: In this episode, we watch the nostalgic new Netflix film that slightly reimagines NASA's Mission to the Moon, find out if New Wave Toy's latest gadget does justice to the arcade classic Hubert, and discuss the Puzzle of Day game that's sweeping the internet and social media. Before we get into those topics and many more, though, it is time for my first- favorite part of the show fourth listener email is called such because there's myself and george and mo that's three of us we know we'll listen if anybody else does and they take time to write in you must be the fourth listener and our fourth listener this time around is doug Doug actually wrote us on our website genxgrownup.com the article from a recent podcast episode Doug wrote in and said listening to the cast now and I want to add something to your car radio conversation (laughs) so he's talking about the the Uh, boss radio that I put in my daughter's car oh yes yes just one or two episodes ago yeah very recent. Yeah. Uh, he says as someone that likes his older vehicles driving a 2006 car have a 2005 truck and an 84 collector that was my son's I Uh feel it's my duty to point you to grom audio g-r-o-m grom audio okay absolutely a lifesaver for someone that lives on pandora connects through the cd changer port in the radio and poof bluetooth with steering wheel controls and no changing the stock radio
2: love it huh Hmm. i'm curious how that works
0: well i I took a look (laughs) okay when i saw this come in i took a look at the uh grom audio stuff on amazon and mm-hmm. it's not cheap, uh, at least oh, the really? stuff that I could find. Um, oh, really? When I went and looked, I saw prices that were in the $100 range for a lot of these. So I'm like, okay, that's that's cheaper than the radio replacement that you did, John. Mm-hmm. And right. it definitely helps with the problem of Bluetooth and in your car and all like that. It's still not as cheap. A solution if I'm going to not put a new radio in my car for me personally but it, yeah. it's a good idea for a lot of people I think it looks like from some of the descriptions in the pictures you kind of have to pull the radio out and plug the thing in in the back and stuff so mm. you do have okay. to do some mechanical work I guess but
1: yeah okay and at a hundred bucks or so like it's not going to give you Apple CarPlay or Android Auto or anything it just adds no. those inputs kind of like so yeah it's you know it's kind of a halfway yeah. step maybe as you said without having to replace the the mm-hmm. car radio at all yeah. so that could be cool yeah it's okay. like
0: a plug-in Bluetooth receiver a essentially.
1: Well, thank you, Doug. We appreciate the advice. And uh, we'll put a link down in our show notes to Grom Audio if anybody wants to explore it. Uh, we appreciate that you wrote in. We love it every time Forlister writes <laughs> in. You want your email feature here on the show? It's easy. You can contact us on our website like Doug did or hit us up at our email address, podcast at genxgrownup.com or read every single one. And most of them like Doug's will eventually make the show. And now before we get into the meat of the show, I want to take just a second. We're recording this mid-April Just a couple weeks after we dropped our April Fools' episode to the unsuspecting public Uh, in our feed, about
0: that now, yeah, we got to come clean. I thought we already did that in the episode.
1: Well, we did. Unfortunately, what we found out is if you don't make it to the end of the episode, you just think we're a stupid podcast.
2: (laughs)
0: As I predicted. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know. I mean, that's not wrong.
2: Exactly. But, <laughs> I, was, I was like,
1: yeah, we had uh, well, one of our uh, one of our friends over at Discord had shared our podcast with a friend on social Facebook or somewhere. And he shared the screen capture of where they came back and went, yeah, I listened to it. They were talking about toothbrushes and zip ties. <laughs> it's ridiculous.
2: <laughs> I, I can't possibly listen to this. Oh, my God. One, <laughs> I'm surprised they thought that was I mean. be. George's thinking of toothbrushes. I mean, really? <laughs> yeah.
0: That should have given... You'd think they would have picked up on the clues there, right? Yeah,
1: I guess. Yeah, I, I, I predicted in the show, I'm like, if anybody did, listens to did. this first, they're going to think we're a stupid show. And someone listened to that first, and they thought we're a stupid show. So oh, wow. I hope we get a second chance with your <laughs> yeah, friend right there. But yeah, <laughs> if you weren't sure, the one that was crazy a couple of weeks ago, that was an April Fool's episode. Yes. So sorry if it caught you unaware, or if you were trying to turn a friend on to us, and that was what they heard the first okay. time around. <laughs> Sorry? Oh no! Why am I sorry?
0: I thought it was funny. Well, I,
1: I'm sorry for chase somebody off. How about that? Okay. Nah, he's not even sorry about that. He's okay. <laughs> no. I'm,
0: if we okay chased them it. off, they weren't my audience anyway.
1: <laughs> if they wouldn't listen, to you talk about a toothbrush.
0: That's <laughs> not right. For
1: you. Well, hey, if you heard it, we hope you enjoyed it. uh Maybe we'll do that again, or maybe we'll. <laughs> maybe <laughs> well, it's too dangerous to do again. I don't know. <laughs> if we announce
0: it, it kind of defeats the
1: purpose. <laughs> They'll forget for now and next year. They'll never know. <laughs> Thanks everyone that wrote in about that April Fool's episode. We're glad you enjoyed it. We're Sorry for chased you off, but you won't know that because you're gone. So, boo, we don't care about you. So, as George said. <laughs> All right. With that, let's get into the body of this show right after this break. Stick around.
0: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats
1: and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter.
0: Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
1: Each episode of Gen X Grown Up has show notes loaded with links where you can learn more about our topics. And there's even more to see and hear over at GenXGrownUp.com. Look at this stuff. Some cereal. It's supposed to be good for you. Do try it i'm not gonna try it you try it i'm not gonna try it let's get mikey yeah he won't need it he hates everything he likes it hey mikey when you bring life home don't tell the kids it's one of those nutritional cereals you've been trying to get them to eat you're the only one who has to know Let's get the show rolling with talking about media as we always like to do right at the top. It could, of course, be um, film or television or movies or comics or music or whatever it is that we have been enjoying. And George, you have something that you were looking forward to a couple episodes ago. What have you been checking out?
0: Yeah, uh, The Rising of the Shield Hero Season 2 finally oh, yeah. came out. Mm. I've been grabbing them from the public domain as, as we talk about <laughs> here and there. <laughs> this season, I've concentrated only on watching the original Japan language audio with the English subtitles, which mm-hmm. does make a lot of difference for a lot of people who watch anime. Some people think the English sub uh, audio bastardizes the whole. Process hmm. so they only listen to the Japanese. Like my three sons, they oh you listen to the English audio. You're horrible. <laughs> don't do that. It's going to ruin the show. And <laughs> it does sometimes. Well, I mean, yeah,
2: I mean what they have to say is that sometimes what they say in English isn't actually what they say in Japanese. Like they actually change some of the meaning sometimes, and maybe subtle, but sometimes they do.
0: They do that. But my point to my sons was I don't know that they're not doing that in the subtitles because that's in English as well, just mm. like the audio is. I don't know that the subtitles are 100% odd, you know, accurate. Right. So yeah. I just watch it, and if I like it, I enjoy it, and The Rising of the Shield Hero is something I enjoy. So sure. this season, they uh, they're it's focused right at the first couple episodes only on the Shield Hero, as it often does because that's the titular character. Last season, it was all about him being the lowest ranked of the heroes, and nobody giving him respect, and he basically single-handedly saved the day against what they call the waves, which are these creatures that come in through this weird rift in space or time or whatever and attack the world that he's Hmm. defending. Uh, This season, the waves are not coming. Nobody knows why. Well, there's this giant tortoise thing that's going around the land that's apparently preventing Hmm. the waves from happening, but the way it does it is (laughs) apparently... Kills people, collects their souls, and uses that energy to prevent the waves. I'm like, huh? So you're protecting the people by killing them? Oh, okay. Let's go wow. with that and see I mean, where. It goes. I guess if it's killing fewer people than would we'll get killed
2: otherwise,
0: <laughs> it's. I don't know. That's a weird one. I mean, if that were the case, however, it's not just that. There's been a twist. Episode two just came out, and I just watched it. It looks like the tortoise has been released. Against its own accord, so its destructive force is doing things that its intelligence force doesn't want it to do. Wow. Because it was released (laughs) incorrectly, so it's going around and destroying stuff en masse. So it's just destroying whole towns and cities, and it's some crazy get out your Ren and Stimpy medicine and watch it type of stuff going on. But it's fun. I'm still enjoying
1: it. Well, that's cool. That's crazy killer turtle Japanimation stuff. I'm, wow. You've, yeah. You've lost me somewhere, but I can see <laughs> there, there's clearly something amazing in it for you. But it just absolutely has blown my mind just thinking about the concepts you've introduced.
0: The, the only thing that I think that keeps me watching it is that I uh. still like some of the original main characters that were introduced. It, we talk about it often. It's about if the characters have story and if they're compelling sure. and if, yeah. that's what it, so the shield Hero's character is compelling. He, he's somebody that's from our world that got transported to this world in the first season. And he's met all these interesting characters and creatures, and he's just adapted to life on this new place and his cohorts, the people that are around him, they're also very likable and you root for them. So Mm, That's what keeps me coming back. Not the oh, we've got a tortoise flying through the air, Gamera kind of thing going on. But wait, wait, see, Gamera?
2: Okay. Right. okay, now you got me. now, you got me, so well, now I mean, it's a it. damn tortoise. I don't know what's going to
0: happen. <laughs> I enjoy watching a bunch of crazy crap. <laughs> that's okay. John's yeah, title of the thing that he wants to talk about that I've seen on the card looks like another thing of crazy crap, so I kind of want to hear what that's about.
1: <laughs> it's not as crazy a crap as you might think, actually. Okay. Uh, yeah, so... Um, uh, a Netflix film uh, just dropped just last week, I think. It jumped out at me mainly because of the style of, of art in the film. So it's called Apollo 10 and a half. Okay.
2: <laughs> is that the mission that didn't work? Or <laughs> no, from no, no. the Naked no. Gun yeah. producer, yeah, apparently. Right, Naked Gun, okay.
1: 33 to third and Apollo 10 and a half, right? Uh, <laughs> so I'll tell you what the film is about in a second. The first thing that grabbed me was it's a Fully 100% rotoscoped animation film, like a scanner darkly kind of look. Okay. Right? okay. But it's but it's not a super dark noir crime thing. Apollo 10 and a half is set in the late the 50s and late 60s, as you might imagine, around the space race that was going on. And the concept of the film is very, very charming. It's a story told by a grown kid who was a kid at the time about how he was approached by some agents at his school who drafted him <laughs> for a moon mission. Prior to Apollo 11, because they had, get this, inadvertently made the lander module too small for an adult. (laughs) (laughs) Totally rational, right? So they needed a kid to fit in it. So he needed a kid to fit in it, right? Got it. So it starts there. And so he says, sure, I'll do it. Whatever. He's got to help us out because, you know, the Apollo 11 mission is coming. We need your help to get Mm -hmm. this thing up and running. And the kid uh, talks about, I start by training, but immediately there he goes, we'll get back to that. Let's go back and talk about what life was like growing up. And so he goes back a little bit pre-Gen X. So he's talking like early sixties, you know, he's probably was born in the, I don't know, late fifties or something, but he talks about the TV that he watched and how he ran around and played with all of his neighborhood kids. And He was (laughs) the youngest of six kids and how they would get together and ride bikes. And it's really a huge slice of life of what it was like growing up in that era, which again, it was just pre-Gen X. Much of it carries over. So, And once he finishes kind of fondly looking back at what it was like growing up in that era and how he loved watching Mr. Ed and Wonderful World of Color before it was called the Wonderful World of Disney and how his weekends mm-hmm. were spent. And then it goes on to how he continues to his training so that he can do this moon launch. And then he just says, I did it. What you find <laughs> out through, through his story was that he is a notorious fabricator. He's known for embellishing on the truth. When he goes oh, okay. to show and tell, he talks about how he, he He met someone amazing that he didn't meet, or whatever. And so while they never fully resolve it in the film, you get the feeling that it's either a story he made up, or a story he misremembered, or something he's really embellished on. It doesn't say that's what happened, but we know if this is the real universe that a kid probably didn't go to the moon two weeks before Apollo Eleven. But it's has it's packed with so much nostalgia, and it has it's so much fun, narrated by Jack Black. He's the grown man, oh, okay, <laughs> who was the kid who went through all of this ostensibly. Uh, it just it's so packed with that fun memories of what it's like growing up in that kind of pre digital age that. I, I watched it twice, actually. I watched it wow. all the way through. I fell asleep in the last 10 minutes and rather than oh. <laughs> picking up the last 10 minutes, I just started over because it was just that much fun. Have either of you even seen this? I didn't the know it about out. it. No, I'm no, having a hard really. time
0: following it right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, well, it is a bunch of, I think, fabrication, so that's not surprising. But boy, I really, really enjoyed it. And you know, if you're a fan of this show or a fan you know, of growing up in the era that we did, even if you're not interested in the space mission part of it, which is a lot of fun, just the Nostalgia that it tickles is great, and talking about his childhood and the things. Hell, we just talked about our last backtrack about, you know, the autonomy, then the independence that we mm-hmm. learned. Same kind of thing he's outlining there and how he was his own kid. I don't think
0: we would have made it home when the lights came on, though, had we gone to the moon one Yeah, day. that's true.
1: No, no. Yeah. yeah. And they talk about, they fake for him that he went to summer camp with a bunch of fake pictures so that he can be away on his training <laughs> in the moon mission. It's,
2: well, <laughs> he's, he's good at it, though. <laughs> I say that much. <laughs> it's totally unbelievable,
1: but deliberately charming. Yeah, it's good stuff. So Apollo 10 and a half. Stuff. Definitely worse ways to
2: spend a couple of hours. And it's on Netflix. So You could probably pick oh, it there up. You go.
1: No extra effort. Yeah.
2: How cool. about you, Mo? What have you been checking out? I went and saw a movie. Actually, the movie came out in limited runs like a few weeks ago. And I was pissed off that mm. Jacksonville was not one of the places it came out. But it just oh, okay. hit Jacksonville last week. And it's a movie, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Oh, with Michelle yo <laughs> Yeah. Wait a,
0: Wait a minute. What's the title of the movie? Because I wasn't <laughs> sure if you were describing something no, or that, if you were giving title. us the
2: title. It's called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Okay. That is the title. Mm-hmm. The basic premise is that there's this woman, she runs a laundry, Chinese, I guess Canada or America. Can, not really sure what country. They really don't tell you what country she's in, but it's it's one of those countries. And she's well, it's very, barely like, everywhere. So but she's yeah, yeah she's upset with her yeah. life. <laughs> and then it turns out that like there's a rift in the multiverse, and she has somehow and she's the one that has to communicate with her alternate selves and get the skills to help save the whole multiverse. It's it is an insane, crazy, bizarre movie,
0: and I loved it. Every freaking second of mm-hmm. it. I yeah. will go back and watch it again. So we've gone in this media segment several weeks ago to three things we all didn't like a couple of weeks ago to three things we all liked to now three things that are bad shit crazy apparently <laughs> yes
1: yeah I, we're gonna theme the media segment yeah. it's a
0: theme apparently it And is, we're, not I guess doing, so. we're not coordinating this yeah, ahead of no, time I know not. everybody yeah. out there is probably Accident. like oh they pick these things no
2: absolutely <laughs> it's just luck I mean Michelle Yeoh phenomenal in this role mm-hmm. I mean just phenomenal the person who plays her daughter also phenomenal have you guys seen this yet? I snuck out and saw it last night I was looking forward to it and I, I was baffled a lot of the time, Yeah,
1: but I was, it was visually stunning. Mm -hmm. And I was pleasantly surprised
2: that it's not a movie
1: that's been done a dozen
2: times. Exactly. Oh my God. That was the biggest thing. It was mm -hmm. like, it's an original movie. Did you recognize the person who played her husband? Yes. It's a short round. From Indiana Jones. Yep, short round. He, mm-hmm. He's been out of acting for like 20 something years and he's now back into acting. Mm-hmm. It doesn't show. He, he jumped right in it. And he, he does phenomenal too. And mm-hmm. again, the movie is, it's just, it's just a nutty, crazy movie, but you just go with it. Like it's just done so well for me anyway, that I just went with it, even though it got some parts. I'm like, are you kidding me? I just went with it and enjoyed it. It was like a roller coaster ride. Honestly,
1: I saw you'd listed it. So I went looking on Rotten Tomatoes and it's like a 97 with yeah. critics and like a 96 with the audience and. I get it
2: I understand why yeah it's pretty damn amazing I said, and Michelle Yeoh, I mean, she, and I guess the thing that kind of tickled me personally is that, like, the way her household runs, just, mm-hmm. it, I uh, just remind me of a lot of other Asian households, you know, my, on my mom's side and friends' houses where mm-hmm. you sit there and the parents will switch languages back and forth from English to Chinese or Korean. And it was just without thinking. But the way they did it was, it just felt very natural. It felt like, wow, that's actually pretty good. Did it? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty much how it is. Or they'll mix in an English word when they're speaking Chinese or, you know, or the other way around. If there's a concept that's easier to explain one way or the other just, and you don't even think about mm-hmm. it, you just mm-hmm. sort of do it. And the child who doesn't speak Chinese because she grew up in the, you know, didn't grow up there. And you know right. the grandfather's yep. upset because she doesn't speak Chinese. All that stuff just also kind of like tickled me because I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. And oh, one of the things I'll say, Jamie Lee Curtis was also pretty freaking amazing. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. She had a remarkable <laughs> role as an IRS auditor. who yeah. <laughs> she, she had trophies on her desk as best auditor. It was a golden <laughs> butt plug.
2: It was a golden <laughs> butt plug. Wow. <laughs> Which plays in later. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. It's a yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go see it again in the theater. That's how much I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was
1: pretty darn incredible, and it, it's worthy of going to see in the theater. It, it, yeah. it visually is an interesting and like well put together and stunning film, and not so much like the Fight Club or Sixth Sense. But I get the feeling this yeah. is a movie that will be very different the next time you see it. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, I think compared
1: so too. to the first time you see it when you know you know what is coming. You know, yeah, something absolutely. a little different. Yeah, I think you're right, George. Three things that are absolutely batshit crazy, <laughs> yeah. but actually quite enjoyable What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Be sure to subscribe to or follow Gen X Grown Up wherever you listen. And while you're there, rate and review the show too. It helps more than you know.
0: Look, Linda, I just bought a new seamless support bra that's so beautiful. I have to show you. (laughs) Oh, better show you this way. It's the Playtex Support Can Be Beautiful bra, and it's seamless. Don't you love these pretty details? And these smooth, seamless cups. Plus, this secret support designed for real support. And you know, it's so pretty. It makes me feel pretty. The new seamless Support Can Be Beautiful bra from Playtex. Support can be beautiful
2: anybody who's watched our YouTube channel will probably guess what my tech toy is going to be right now so (laughs) I'm going to save that for last so George if you don't mind why don't you lead us off today
0: yeah I've got a tech toy today but before I get into that just a real quick little thing to get some discussion going on Discord or some emails or whatnot everybody out there knows that I'm a big comic book guy love comics Mm -hmm. enjoy collecting reading and everything there's been an app that I've been using for several years now called CLZ Oh yeah, and they do not just comic collections but they also will help you to organize your DVDs, if you want, mm-hmm. or your video game discs, if you're selling yep. them things. And they offer all these kinds of tools about helping you figure out how much your stuff is worth or if it's complete or in the box and different things like that. So oh, for a little while, they had an extra little feature that they had built in with another company called Go Collect, where they were providing you with value mm-hmm. numbers based on what your ratings were for your comics. So if you had a graded 9.6 thing, it would tell you, okay, these are worth about this right now. And every time you would refresh, it would give you a new update. They took that away because whatever their deal was with Go Collect went away. That was fine. No big deal. We had it. We didn't have it. Didn't really care. Well, just recently, they announced that they are going back to that model where they're going to provide values inside the app again. Yay. Awesome. Cool. However... They're partnering with some company who they haven't announced who the company is yet, but they're apparently a major player in the space. But in order to get the service on the app, you will now need to pay that company whatever their fee is when the deal is announced. Now, my first take on it was that doesn't sound like a good business model because to me, that would turn people off if you have to go pay some other company to use something inside of the app that you already pay for. Yeah, I agree. Let me tell you, I posted that idea on the Facebook group for CLZ Mm -hmm. and got blasted. (laughs) They didn't like that, huh? (laughs) Oh, no. And I don't mean the company. Well, by who? By other users? By the other users. They lost. Lost their minds at me uh, one person said I was too self-important to think Whoa. that I <laughs> wow. should have posted that. Another person said that, how could you ask for a better model? You know, this is the perfect model. Blah, blah. No, it's not perfect. <laughs> I've read all the comments. I had like 60, okay. 70 comments or Holy something in like the first wow. day. Jeez. Man. And I went through and looked through them. And some of the comments were actually very constructive and had good points on the opposite side of what okay. I was thinking. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of switching back to the idea. Okay. I I understand the validity of this model because one person pointed out raw values of comic books that are not sent off to CGC or CBCS, Mm -hmm. they're hit or miss, right? Nobody knows really what you're going to get for that comic book that's just in a bag and board that hasn't been graded by a professional company. Mm -hmm. But if those are important to you just because you want to get a ballpark figure of what your collection is worth, you can pay for that other service for like a month. Let it update your values and then just not pay for it. Again,
2: Sure. Oh, I see. Like if you want, once a year, you want to check how much your things are exactly. worth or
0: something like that. So, and most of those services apparently are somewhere between five and $9 per month. Oh, the number okay. that was making me choke was the yearly number because, you know, it's 100 bucks a year yeah at the outside so i just think it might be something that might be fun for our listeners and our discord people who love comics to talk about because i know there's a lot of comic book fans mm-hmm. out there it's nice that some people actually took the time to do
2: like okay yeah, yeah. i don't agree with you here's why the nice here's a counterpoint not just yeah. you son of a bitch right yeah, <laughs> so yeah. i do so not mind important. the attacks because i ex-
0: i expect you know you post your opinion on something somebody's gonna say you're an asshole yeah yeah, yeah. true so i was fine with that but i was happy to see that. A lot of the users in the group said, Well, think about it like this. I was like, Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Well now I'll get into my tech and toy that I spent all that time in wasting Mo's segment time that he's gonna talk right. about his thing later. <laughs> <laughs> to our fourth listener email earlier, Doug, who talked about those devices that you can use to get Bluetooth connectivity for your older radio mm-hmm, in your mm-hmm, older vehicle. Yep. I picked up one of the things that is probably a little bit more common for most people, and it's the Nuloxi KM18 wireless in-car Bluetooth FM transmitter. So FM, okay. Just one of those that instead of having a direct plug or anything, it broadcasts Mm -hmm. an FM signal. You pick which frequency is the less cluttered in your area. You Mm -hmm. set it on Mm -hmm. that device. You tune your radio to that same thing then it syncs with your cell phone or whatever device you want to sync over Bluetooth to it and you can hear the music. I'm going to tell you, I've been using this thing for about a week now. Oh, my God, does this thing work so much better than the old Motorola Roadster I used to have like 15 years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. This thing is brilliant. Number one, it has a wider range of frequencies. I think it starts at like 87.9 and goes up to like 107.9 or something like that. So much wider than I used to sounds have. Sounds like it covers
2: the whole FM band then. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Yeah. And I noticed that the audio is clearer than I've ever heard in my car, even with my terrestrial radio stations, which you would hope, you know, it's a little FM station inside your car. Mm -hmm. I've been using YouTube music with it. And I noticed something just yesterday. Mm -hmm. So in YouTube music, when you're using their app, they default to one of two things. And on mine, they were defaulting to the song tab. Mm -hmm. However, there's another button where you can click and pick the video because this is from YouTube. Mm -hmm. When I chose the video, on the songs I was listening to, I had deeper bass sounds, more rich volume.
1: Oh, less compressed
0: probably. I guess. Interesting. Yeah. So I enjoy it even more. Now, I don't let the videos distract me, but (laughs) it is nice to hear the the nicer ranges. And I was really surprised that this FM transmitter was like 30 bucks or something like that. I think I paid on Amazon for it. Hmm. Decent deal. Yeah. It it does the job that I want it to do and it does it cleanly. And now it's made me think, okay, I don't have to replace my radio in my car tomorrow. I can still wait. Longer until I really research, pick the radio I want, save mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. for it, decide how to install it the whole nine yards.
1: Cool. Nice. I mean, much like what Doug was talking about, it's kind of that halfway point. You're like mm-hmm. me, just get over the pain point of not being able to do a couple of things yeah. and help
2: you enjoy your driving experience. I like it. Absolutely yeah. cool. Yeah, I remember I had cool. something similar way back in the day that was for like MP3 players. So you could play your MP3s over FM to your car. Right. Right right. You would plug into the yeah. yeah. And it worked okay. Sometimes though, like you had to try and find the right frequency was a little bit difficult at the time, but you once you got it tuned in, it worked fine. But this one mm-hmm. sounds like a much more updated, probably more intelligent version.
0: Well, I think a couple of things have come into play. Number one, there have been newer Bluetooth versions from mm. when I first started doing this right. 15 years ago. Yep, for sure. Number two, I think it also depends on the city that you live in. Because – I've seen some reviews saying this thing didn't work for them at all. And then I looked, well, they live in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. You probably don't let a, have a lot of free frequencies <laughs> yeah. available yeah. to yeah. you the for spectrum's this device. The very cluttered,
1: so getting yeah. a nice, clean signal, not great there. Yeah. yeah,
0: versus somebody who lives in, say, Montana, maybe. <laughs> you you probably have half the dial. <laughs> Best thing ever. No interference. Right. Yeah. So I think that's the the big part of the factor. I just like the fact that it transmits a strong enough signal for my car in my area that I get good audio It connects seamlessly to my phone without any delays or anything. I noticed that before with the old Mm -hmm. Bluetooth fm transmitter oh yeah somebody would say something on screen and there was a half second delay in the audio mm-hmm. kind of a, a lot thing. Of latency nothing like that in this case
1: don't watch that screen while you're driving george you to keep your <laughs> i, you know. I, I was just looking at <laughs> it in it. the driveway that's right uh, okay
0: <laughs> but i also got to delay spending three to five hundred dollars on mm-hmm. a replacement yeah. radio well
1: maybe you can buy that dragon's Lair cabinet that arcade okay. up to
2: instead <laughs> Why, well, we're not
0: <laughs> we're not talking about that here <laughs> no jerk
1: i'm just poking the bear a little bit just reminding
0: <laughs> uh, you're evil yeah I so try. let's go ahead and move on to the jerk then since i'm not going to talk about the dragon's layer cabinet he's trying to get me to spend six hundred dollars on enabler just one more hundred dollar bill you're welcome uh, john do you yeah. have anything that's remotely tech or toy absolutely
1: it is absolutely a piece of tech um I, i'm a little bit wary about talking about it because i'm still haven't gotten over talking about bidets some Wait, months it's back Something you is, wait, brought huh? up the bidets. Why? I did, I did, but you guys harassed me over it, but it was a very well, viable piece of gear in your home, right? Yeah, so, I mean, I, gear. That's okay. not
0: the term you want to use when you're yeah, talking really. about bidets. <laughs> exactly. I okay, George. this has nothing
1: to do with the bathroom. This time, I purchased a personal massager.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, fuck off. Oh, All my right, God. No, I did
2: That's the end of the podcast. No, no, wait, wait, God. wait. No. Wait, don't hang on. up yet.
0: Jeez. Hold on. Wait, okay. okay. Did you go to the no, Hustler Hollywood store or something? Some shit seriously yeah, really? <laughs> no,
1: no. So, so it novelties or something like that <laughs> let, let me walk this back a couple of steps so <laughs> i i knew it i knew it <laughs> oh my god i have flat feet i have fallen arches and as i get older <laughs> d- let me finish
0: as, <laughs> as I, I get finish? older can i finish
2: <laughs> oh my god
1: I'm kind of developing plantar fasciitis, which is where those tendons underneath your foot, you know, bound by the ball of your heel, start to really ache. And hurt over time, and I found that if you can kind of massage it a little bit, and that helps. But what I found was if I kind of beat on it with my fist, that really helps. So I went looking for one of those <laughs> percussive <laughs> deep tissue massage guns. Sorry, what? I'm, damn I'm it! Trying. I'm trying. I'm
2: sorry. It's. I, I, it's. it's
1: I didn't say wand massager. It's a personal. <laughs> you said beat it with your fist. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look. All right. So it looks like a like a drill,
0: right? But mm-hmm. it has.
1: It has this percussive ball on the end that you can use to what? <laughs>
2: that you can use. I wish to, you could see the video of George. He's about to lose <laughs>
1: He's he's turning red.
2: No. <laughs> Okay, okay. Let's, so, okay. continue, so the John. The
1: tool is called a mm-hmm. percussive deep tissue massage gun. they become very popular over the last couple of years. I'd noticed it looks kind of like a cordless drill, and it has a little attachment on the end that can be either like a rubber ball or a little flat part or whatever. And it's designed to massage. Or an elongated tissue.
0: tube with a. No, they don't
2: have that <laughs> attachment. Or if they do, I didn't buy it, okay? We're going to get so much listener mail. I make mean, it.
0: <laughs> we're we're going to get. FCC, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, because we're not broadcast. We're not interfering with your Bluetooth. It's just. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, yes, FCC. Uh, Now, when I saw this, I'm like, "Well, I'm interested," but I went looking, and they seem to start at like four or five hundred dollars for some reason for these things. I'm like, "What? That doesn't make any sense." And I started going down and down. Like, oh, they have lots of models, and I picked up one that just cost fifty bucks. So it's expensive if it doesn't work. But I'm like, it's Amazon. If I don't like it, I can send it right back. And I also read dubious claims that it doesn't really do anything or it actually is it's, its a placebo or whatever. All that may be true. What I do know, though, is I paid 50 bucks for this discount, you know, $50 massage gun. I've been using it for about a week now on my fallen arches on my feet, and it absolutely has helped. I found that my feet don't ache nearly as much as they do, especially right after I use it for, for many hours afterwards. Uh, I don't know if it's a placebo or not, but it's working for me, right? right? It (laughs) it really does feel better. Now, I tried it on my wife's back. She has some back pains with a different attachment and tried that. And she said, it's a little rough if you get close to like your spine or where there's bone. (laughs) But as long as like deep tissue, like around your shoulders and... Uh, you know, on your thighs and your arms. It feels good. Just a super percussive. I don't know how many thousands like hummingbird. You can't even see it move. Right. But it has absolutely helped me and something that I'm not sending back despite how much you
2: much will laugh at me for buying any sort of massage. Hey, if it works for you, man, <laughs>
0: <laughs> the the thing that pisses me off the most is I'm old too. I'm probably going to end up buying this damn thing <laughs> ah, for there? my shoulders because I get these yep. bad muscle knots in my neck all the time, just from mm-hmm. stress and tenseness and yeah. everything. I damn it. I'll let you try out <laughs> my personal
1: massager and see if it works for you. I
0: don't want to try out your
2: personal massager. <laughs> get your own from Amazon and return it if you don't like it. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> There's some things you don't share, John. <laughs> What's the resale market on these things? That's that's the part that disturbs me the most. <laughs> I, I'm not
1: reselling mine though. I'm keeping it, and I like it, and it, it actually does a pretty darn good Slightly job. It's wireless used
0: personal
2: <laughs> <It's, laughs> Oh no, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's cordless. It's rechargeable. It has like six different attachments for different sorts of applications. <laughs> I stop it. None of them are cylindrical. I'll put, the mode and put a link down the description to check it out. There's an aftermarket for that. I am. No, I'm, I'm not sure. There is. And if you're thinking 3d printer, George, don't go there. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that is my okay. piece of tech that I stand by. No matter how about you make fun of me, Mo, how about you? <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: Sorry, <laughs> there, there's no easy way to go
2: from I that topic I to yours. Right. I'm just gonna just throw it right into mine and we'll figure it out later. Okay, so I'm gonna talk about something I got in the mail recently, something we ordered a little about a year ago, I guess. Now it's the New Wave Toys Cubert Replicate, it's a one six side Cubert cabinet. I got the Warren Davis edition, that's the person who designed Qbert. I'm still pissed. Why are you still pissed?
0: Because I still haven't gotten mine. I haven't, haven't even got, got an email s- about shipping it
2: yet. Oh, wow. Okay. Well,
1: I think the Warren Davis ones went out first. I think so, yeah. I didn't order that one.
2: So, yeah. yeah. So, there's a regular one and there's the Warren Davis one. And I picked up mm-hmm. the Warren Davis one because it was an extra 20 bucks or something like that. I figured, what the hell? Right. Yeah. One is just my game standpoint. I'll put links to my video that I did on YouTube for this. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. It's, it plays like Hubert. I've played this Hubert. thing so it's much. It's, yeah. it's awesome. I mean, and just the way it feels and the sounds. And they put the knocker in when you fall. I mean, all these little touches they did. It's, Mm-hmm. Which, you know, we've done other reviews on New Wave toys, and we know that the, all the replicates are pretty high quality, you know, generally speaking.
0: I, I just have a question for you, Mo. Sure. That it's something that's been bothering me a little bit since I've gotten more and more into the replicate mm-hmm. and numbskull market. Mm-hmm. Do you not feel as though they're essentially circumventing Kickstarter? Doing their own pre funding on these things through their website because they have a good enough reputation, I guess, on their previous uh, ones that because it's been a year almost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I on agree. Yeah. That's Kickstarter lead times at this point, really. Yeah, I
2: totally agree. I think, yeah, they're definitely pre funding their work. Right. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they're not putting yeah. any money into it. They're basically getting everyone else to put the money into it and then they're delivering it. And I don't know if that model is going to change, especially like New Wave. I mean, their replicates are pretty damn good in general. I mean, so we've all, we all have one and we're all pretty happy with each one.
0: And people Mm -hmm. like us, we seem to be willing to buy something online and then wait months Mm -hmm. or even a year. Return to Dark Tower, John. Two years. Now that was through Kickstarter. But I'm wondering if this whole buying online model has changed our perception of what we're willing to do when it comes to spending our money. When we were kids... Would you have ever oh, spent oh, money no. on a toy that you couldn't take home that day? Oh, God. Or, or even two days. That was like hell.
1: Four to six weeks of delivery was a
0: nightmare. Right. you yeah. <laughs> A year.
2: <laughs> t- killing me. Yeah. A year is be like, oh, geez, why I even want to play with it after it's that? It's just
0: a whole new market, a whole new world. And yeah. it just amazes me how quickly we've all accepted it without even discussing it or talking about it.
2: True. And I think it also has to do with what they're selling because they're definitely hitting like a very specific mm-hmm. market that mm-hmm. they know that these people, like Dark Tower, they know that there's a crowd of people out there that will jump all over this because they love Dark Tower. And mm-hmm. again, with the replicates, you know, they Dragon's Lair, and for you, you know, and so for me, it's like when they came out with Qbert, I was like, that was an insta buy for me as soon as I saw yeah. it. And of yeah. course, I thought it was coming out six months earlier. Well, of course, you did. Yeah, <laughs> well, because but- they told you that, right? Yeah, they exactly. Said, Q1, they blah, said. blah, blah,
0: blah. No. But then actually, to so tell
2: you the truth, I sort of forgot about it, which is usually what happens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is what happens with Kickstarter, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Then you get the email. like like, what is this oh a surprise from my past self exactly (laughs) you don't you're not thinking about the money anymore about how expensive or cheap it was you're just like oh i got this thing now but the one thing i would say about
2: it other than the fact that it plays awesome it seems all you know everything about it i love is that i guess if you bought the warren davis edition a some number which i'm not sure how many got an autographed version and i happened to get one of those so i have autographed one of those which i was like holy shit Mm -hmm. i was just if anybody got an autographed
1: (laughs) version mo is somebody who should have got an autographed version you're your, your devotion to that game that never happens
2: to me though that's great <laughs> right but it should have here i know i'm, I'm like wow it's
0: just like the the stars aligned and it all worked out it's awesome mm-hmm. i was really surprised too at how much grief you got over that on discord no oh. <laughs> people were like thinking we were influencers enough that they would send us oh i know i wish <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got that on
1: Facebook. They're like, oh, people who review games, they got a, oh, what a suspicious. So you got an
2: autograph. Right. Like, dude, first of all, we've yeah. ordered it blind like you. We waited a year like you and mm-hmm. we got lucky like you. That was it. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yep. I, I feel very lucky. So like I said, I love it. I'll put a link into the whole review on it on YouTube. But Yeah. Great video. Definitely it worth It was a ton of fun. I love this thing. And now the thing that hurts me is like, it's autographed. So I, I want to put it away. I want to keep playing it. I don't know what
0: to <laughs> no. do now. It's, ah. <laughs> Play it. Anyway. Now you're Play like, it. leave it out. I'm to buy a second one as soon as Actually, they are on I mean, that crossed my mind
2: <laughs> <laughs> I should have bought them both Damn. I know <laughs>
1: You're listening to Gen X Grown Up. But if you have a friend who's not yet listening, why not? Tell them about us. They'll thank you later. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Almond Joy's got nuts. Mounds don't. Almond Joy's got real milk chocolate. Coconut and munchy nuts too. Mounds got
2: deep dark chocolate and chewy coconut. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Peter Paul and George got nuts. Peter Paul mounds don't. Plus, now there's also a new Mounds with creamy, rich milk chocolate.
0: This is the main event of the podcast for the three in attendance locally and the millions listening around the world. Ladies and gentlemen. It's- all right boys and girls time to talk about games we have got some fun stuff we got some cheap stuff we got some expensive (laughs) stuff probably i don't care all i know is it's the time to talk about playing games mo yeah. Since you talked about Cubert in the last segment, let's talk about your game first in this segment. Oh, sure. Uh, I
2: picked up the Lego Skywalker Saga game for the PC. Ah, the new one. Oh, oh, okay. It's new like one. all the movies, right? It's all the right? movies. All How many movies. of
0: these damn Lego Star Wars things are there? Jesus Christ. A billion of a them. A bunch.
2: A bunch. And I bought every single freaking one of them. <laughs> <you know? laughs> it's like, for me, honestly, these games are almost like I can shut off my mind and just play and have fun. Like, they're not deep think games. But right. for some reason, they're entertaining. They're very humorous because they poke fun at the things they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. I still remember from the original Star Wars one where the guy's like, you know, two stormtroopers are talking to each other. The guy's like, hey, how'd you doing your shooting range? He says, oh, man, I got three out of 10. You know, The guy's like, how'd you do that? He's like, I, I, I closed my eyes. You know, I mean, just things like that. that you know, they have Well, now, it.
0: hold on. I'm confused. I remember playing the Lego games before and they didn't have English words. It they was changed. more like Sims type of stuff. Yeah, they actually changed that. Uh, that was okay. a bit
2: ago now, but they used to have the, the non talking version and actually this one there's a thing you could buy to turn it into a non-talking version Oh, Jesus. Oh, what? <laughs> no, not by, not per, you purchase get, with the studs. Yeah, oh, with in studs the game. It's an option. I got Yeah, So like, it's not an additional purchase, thankfully. One, it's all nine movies, all nine Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. It has like something like 300 characters, ultimately, that you can get. Good Lord. All sorts of vehicles. <laughs> what does that and
1: screen look like? It must cover the entire screen of little, it's, little it's, little a, it's a
2: rotating screen. It's like, it's like oh, a ring. Oh, so you can on pages. Yeah. You move yeah, through so them, you pages. I played with it a good amount already. I mean, it's just fun. They are fun. Granted, I paid full price for it, I admit. What was full price for this? 50 bucks is $49. Okay. You going to get your Corys out of that? I will, ultimately. It may take a little while because I'm doing the usual, John, I know you played a bunch of these games where, mm-hmm. okay, get through yeah. the story part real fast, and then go back to do the free yeah. play to try to get it. find the, all the little things <laughs> that you didn't find. You yeah. <laughs> you
1: know? That's a compulsive person's nightmare, or, or delight, depending on how, how you look at it. Because <laughs> there's so many things to collect. They're not super hard to collect. They're just enough hidden that it's gratifying to find them. And, yeah. and, and the more you play, the more powerful you get, and the easier it is to do stuff. They found the right combination to keep those things keep you coming back for more
2: love it and and this one too it's it's funny they do a good job just hinting on that nostalgia about star wars too which is just cool like you know you're playing it like wow i kind of i feel very nostalgic about it Mm -hmm. so how about you john what have you been playing
1: yeah i picked up uh, a game i don't say i picked it up it was part of that stand with ukraine humble bundle that we talked about a few weeks ago right we participated in contributing 20 million dollars to to ukraine
0: relief we didn't contribute 20 million dollars ourselves sure we did you know, no, well, we we contributed to the, the contribution group collectively. <laughs> yes, right. Contributed twenty million dollars. I did my part. Exactly. <laughs> now we have twenty million and seven dollars. <laughs>
1: exactly right. Yeah. Thank you, Johnny. So, <laughs> but, so there was a game in there that touted itself as a first-person Metroidvania adventure game, and I was like, hmm. Okay. I'm interested. I mean, that's enough to pique my interest. Yeah. So the the game is called Supraland, S-U-P-R-A, Supraland. Okay. The concept of the game is that you're a little gingerbread man looking rubber figure in a world of other little gingerbread man looking generic rubber figures that live in a child's sandbox. But you have this (laughs) entire kind of... Toy Story-esque when the kid's not around, you're all alive and have your own civilization and do stuff, right? Okay. okay. So what has happened is something has happened at the beginning of the game where we don't have any water in our land and we're the red people and there's blue people somewhere on the other side of the sandbox across these barren wastelands and puzzles to get to. <laughs> and so you go down this well and find out you suspect the blue people are responsible and your helpless journey to make your way to the blue village to restore the problem to get the water back for your town. Okay. Uh, it is a Metroidvania in that as you collect these coins from battling monsters and stuff, you take them back to the stores and you unlock new abilities like double jumps or triple jumps or Mm. a magic cube you can use to stack and climb up on things or a gun you can get to shoot. You know, all these different things that you can collect that when you come back to old areas, you can get to areas that you couldn't get through the first time around because you didn't yet have that tool and that ability. It is a very colorful, cartoony kind of world. It feels almost like being in a little Toy Story-ish sort of universe. And while there's no story per se, other than the ultimate goal, there's a great amount of progression there's a lot of very gratifying puzzle solving. You know, how am I going to get past this? Well, you know, flip this switch and put that in the way. And, you know, that sort of, and that progression you get where you're up against something you can't get past. You're like, well, I have to remember to come back here later. And when you do get that ability and come back, you're like, oh, I'm a boss. You come back and you smash this thing (laughs) and a whole new area is unlocked. And that's a lot of fun too. So is it challenging? I mean, how would you rate as far as like difficulty or is it? It's not technically challenging. Anyone who has just a little experience in games has no trouble navigating the world and doing stuff. It's only challenging in knowing what to do, figuring out how to solve the puzzle, where to go next, how to get over the next hump sort of thing. So technically you'll have no trouble jumping up and navigating and shooting guys and swinging your sword. All that's no trouble. Uh, you got to figure out what to do. It'll challenge your brain, not your dexterity.
2: Okay. Okay. That's
1: yeah. cool. Yeah. It's normally 20 bucks. I saw that right now it's on sale for 10 bucks. I got it for you know, pennies because I bought it that giant <laughs> right. humble bundle. Right. Uh, but I would have easily paid 10, 15 bucks for it. I think it's oh, really? a, it's okay. a really nice and well done game. I look to see who made it, and I'm guessing might have been their first game ever or second. It's by Supra Games, and they did Supra Land, <laughs> so okay. maybe they just started their uh, studio on this game. But if it is a great first effort, uh, I hope they continue to do more. But awesome, I'm gonna check. Worth this your out. time. We'll th- yeah, we'll throw a link down in the show notes where you can check it out. If you if you happen to pick up that humble bundle, you've got it already. Yeah. So good news. <laughs> (laughs) George, how about you? What's been uh, consuming your time?
0: Yeah, so at the beginning of the episode, you did the little tease as you always do. And the thing that I've been playing is the thing that's sweeping the nation. I've been playing Wordle.
2: Oh, yeah. jeez. Ah, yep. It, and I've been to everybody is, I think. <laughs>
0: this is a little thing. Um, I kept hearing about it and people were talking about it. And I was like, OK, I'm getting bored with my daily drivers on my phone for the things that have daily activities to do. Mm-hmm. And so yep. I'm like, OK, I want something new. I'll give this thing a try. I downloaded it on my Android phone Been playing it for, I don't know, about a week or two at this point. It's fun. It's an interesting concept. You downloaded it? Yeah, I downloaded it. Wordle? Uh-huh. Is it an app? I thought it was a website. It's a website. Okay, oh, it's an app, well, too. It's, 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 app it's on well. my phone. Oh.
2: Ah. Is it the same
0: Wordle? I, well, I didn't know there were different ones, so <laughs> it's spelled W-O-R-D-L-E exclamation point. Because
2: I know that the Wordle that ah. you know has been in all the news lately and all that stuff, that's the one New York Times just bought, and that's the website.
0: Oh, website. So you're saying that this app is not New York Times. Well, it's not the wordle I don't think that people are talking about. I don't know.
1: Well, maybe it's a copycat word. I mean, it's yeah, a it simple be, game to it duplicate. Yeah, it is, it's very so simple to copy. It's not I like think. this challenge. What is it? Like Are five letter, six letter words? What do they give uh, you? Five letter five words letter in the words. app yep. that
0: I've been playing. Mm-hmm, so, yep. okay, well... Maybe I'm not playing the thing that's (laughs) sweeping the nation. I'm playing a version of it. How about that? But but I'm playing something of it. I like it. In the version that I'm playing, the app version, you get six tries to guess Mm -hmm. your word. Each day Mm -hmm. is a different word. Then they also have a couple of other... Uh, versions of the game that you can play, like one hmm. where's continuous that you can just keep trying and trying new words until oh, you run out.
1: No, that's not a thing in
0: the the website no, no, though. No, that's that something very, new. Very ah, simple. yeah. Oh, okay. that's cool. Well, yeah. so here's something I was going to bring up because it's an app, and yeah. as a lot of apps have, they have ads in this thing. No, oh, of course. And in this app, uh-huh. they have an ad like every second or third guess that you make, and it's a 30-second mm. ad mm. usually. Ooh, that's so long it really makes the game difficult to play. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I've got all kinds of Google dollars from doing all our surveys oh. that we do <laughs> on Android. I'll just do the no ads purchase. Well, the no ads purchase on this thing is five damn dollars. Wow. Now, usually no ads things are like a couple, a couple of bucks. bucks. Yeah. So this is right? more yeah. than double what I'm used to. Ooh. And I wanted to bring it up thinking that maybe they had a cheaper price when Wordle wasn't popular, but now that it is popular, they raise the price of the no ads thing to generate more revenue. But if what you're saying is true, that I'm not even playing the thing that everybody's talking about, it seems like this company might just be taking advantage of people like me who see the word Wordle and say, shit let me play my game. And but what
1: they're doing doesn't sound that outlandish because one thing about Wordle is that you get one word a day. And right. I know people are often anxious about, I have to wait till tomorrow to play again. Yeah. So here's an app that offers you yet another opportunity to play a different mm-hmm. word on the same day. Is it still one word a day? Same deal No, there?
0: no. The other oh. portions are different. Oh. So there's classic, what it calls so classic. It, and in classic, okay. you just continue with word after word after word ah, after word until is different, you can't then. guess a word. Mm. And you get a score based on how, many how fries, quickly guess, so? you guess the word. Like if okay. you guess it on the first guess, you get f- Five points or something like mm-hmm. that, and so on and so forth. Yep. The daily puzzle, which sounds like what you guys okay. are talking about, is like a that. one word per day. Mm-hmm. Then they have two other things that I haven't tried yet. One called Word Fever, and one called Secret Word. Hmm. Now, Secret Word seems duplicitous in this case because all <laughs> the words it's <laughs> it's secret. secret, right? Yeah, <laughs> but you know, it, there's other little things too. Like, um, you get little prizes and trophies, and you collect coins in order to spend on hint things that you can do. I don't know if you can do that on the web page.
2: No, just, no, it's just no, very no. basic.
0: No. Nothing like that. So nope. yeah. they've taken what it sounds like is on the web page and they've modified it and added stuff to it.
2: I know that. I read a thing about because the New York Times obviously bought the website version okay. mm-hmm. about a month or two ago right. for an undisclosed amount of money. And I saw an article where it sounds like the Times is going to be going after all the copycats.
0: Oh. Ah. So get it while you can. Yeah. If you go <laughs> well, with this
2: app, you should get it soon.
0: <laughs> maybe. But if they go after and shut this copycat down, mm-hmm. then... They're depriving me of the $5 I spent unknowingly on something that wasn't there. I that's going to piss me off. I'm going to be mad at the New York Times then because I would have gone to their website and played now that you've taught me about it. But if they shut down my app, fuck those guys. I think if you
1: own it, you're set. Yeah. The, the, the App Store is not going to uninstall an app from you. They just You can't buy it new, probably. But
0: if they shut it down, it
1: provides a new word from their database server. Oh, the, the back end service. That's right. It's not just a, a checkers game, right? It's yeah. something that's coming from a server. That's an excellent point. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Well, be careful, New York Times. You're going to piss off some Gen Xers. I'm just saying. <laughs> Upset
1: George. Easy now, right? Yeah. <laughs> they've definitely iterated on the game that does much more, unless you can play continuously yeah. and stuff like that. So, if you're a Wordle fan, copycat or no, this sounds like a logical progression of that. If it's less more. social because yeah. it's not everybody guessing the same word every day, right? But you can keep playing and keep playing and keep playing, right. which, all right, that's neat. Yeah. yeah. And they have, they've branched into some more, like not just Wordles. There's like a hurdle that's yeah. like named that tune, well, and there's another one for movies. There's one that's turtle
2: that's like a curse words or something I like guess that. So,
0: I don't know all the things. Out there, The only other one I know that I play and we talk about on our Discord server all the time is Framed. Oh, yeah. The movie I one. love the yep. URL, framed.wtf. I know. That That's great? one <laughs> of the best domains I've seen in a while. But um yep. it's based on still scenes from movies. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I love that being a big movie buff. I mm-hmm. often get it on the first or second guess at best. But it's a really fun game as well. I could see enjoying doing the music one. you know, a name that tune style thing would be fun, Mm -hmm. too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I tried that one, but I'm way too old for this modern music they're sampling. It's not a lot of classic stuff. Oh, it's not the
0: older stuff. Okay. (laughs) They need
1: one that's like 80s, name that tune. I could do that one. (laughs)
0: Right. Right.
1: But it's modern people, I'm like, I don't know. It sounds like a synth track. Right. There's some electronic drums. I don't know. Could be anyone. I have no idea. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. If you're a diehard Gen X grown-up, you can pledge your support by clicking Join on YouTube or by becoming a patron at genxgrownup.com slash Patreon.
2: You're the Pepsi generation.
1: Come and have a Pepsi day. Come on, come on, come on and taste the Pepsi way. Come on, come on, come on and have a Pepsi day. Wrap a thirsty smile around it, raise. Before we wrap up this edition of the show, we'd like to take just a moment here to talk about the things we're currently looking at or looking forward to between now and the next time we get together. And Mo, I want to start with you. I want to sure. know what you
2: have on the horizon. Yeah, I mean, it's a bunch of new stuff coming out soon as far as like second seasons or third seasons. So, one is like Barry, new season that's coming out. We love that show. Russian Doll, which I didn't know they were making a second season. Did you guys watch that on Netflix? It's kind of mm-hmm. like a Groundhog Day. Some of it, a little bit, yeah. Um, I I mean, it's funny because it actually takes place in a bar that's right near where I grew up. So, I kind of knew the area but the uh, i remember you mentioned that yeah <laughs> but so i mean i thought the first one was very entertaining so I'm looking for the second one and okay. the thing is and this is weird i'm not sure i'm really looking forward to this but i'm know i'm gonna go see it is dr okay. strange in the multiverse of madness comes out may 4th
0: okay well that's unfair right. i was gonna put that one on my looking forward to but then you put it on yours as your main thing and you don't even excited about it come but on it's like
2: i think i'm suffering from that superhero burnout hmm. you know and i know i'm gonna go see it and I probably enjoy it, but it's just like that expectation of the next movie that we used to get back when the early days of this, you know, an Iron Man, is the second one and Avengers. I'm not getting that same level of excitement for this movie as I did before. I don't know. George, are you
0: getting that level? I, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, I was looking I've been going through a retrospective, look, rewatching every MCU film. Oh, wow. Mm, Wow. I'm up to the Eternals at this point. Oh, wow. So last year, 2021, there were four films in the new phase four section Mm -hmm. of the MCU. Mm -hmm. And that's one film every three months. And I think it takes away from the. From the grandiose nature of these Marvel films when they were first coming out, when Iron Man came out, it was back-to-back with Hulk, but nobody liked yeah, Hulk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everyone loved Iron but Man. <laughs> Iron Man was this huge thing. And then Thor came out, and yeah. everybody was like, oh, mm-hmm. this huge thing. And then Captain America, oh, my God. you know, yeah. <laughs> They felt larger than life because they had more time in between, mm-hmm. and you – you didn't know you were going to be getting these things. Now they're a part of everyday life. Yeah,
2: exactly. It's not
0: just the films. The damn TV shows are kicking ass as well. In a lot of cases. It's
1: a lot of content. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You get six hours of a Marvel TV show or six episodes, rather. Yeah. It's
1: two movies. It it could take a little wind out of your excitement sales. I only have so much energy to be excited. And (laughs) I'm still looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely going
0: to go see it. It's not like
2: super amped. It's like, oh, that sounds fun. I'll go see it. I'm definitely going to see when it comes out. So that's what I (laughs) got. How about you, George?
0: Well, uh, first up, I'm going to look forward to all the CLZ update <laughs> responses that we get because I want to see whether or not people fall on one side or the other, think I'm a jerk for bringing up the point, or however it goes. I'm looking forward to Self-important.
2: that. Self-important. I think that was the word they used, right? Self-important. Self-important. Yeah. Self-important.
0: The <laughs> <laughs> uh, second one is a new film. It's an animated film. I believe it's from DreamWorks. It's called The Bad Guys. It's going to come out on April mm. 22nd. So hmm. I think like the same day or the day after we drop our episode, it's this group of animated creatures that we all think of as bad. Big Bad Wolf is in there and things of that nature. Okay. But it's focused on them and their lives. And because we all know that a good bad guy is the hero of his own story, mm-hmm. that's what the preview looks like in this case. Interesting. Oh, yeah. But with a nice okay. DreamWorks animated you oh, know, sure, family sure. thing kind of thrown on top. Right. And then the thing that I'm most looking forward to that I'm pissed at Mo about again Uh-oh. is Barry. Oh, shit, he already twice? took my thunder on Str- Dr. Strange. <laughs> oh, and then man. he took my thunder on Barry. And like, it was an afterthought for him. It's the main thing I'm looking forward to because we've been <laughs> okay. waiting for Barry season three for two years. Yeah, it has it been two years. It's been a it's while. Been a Holy cow. I thought it was canceled. I, I did yeah, too, I right? Sure right? About uh, yeah. it, so, yeah. so it was nice to see it pop back up in my Plex server, you know, that it was on its way. And I'm yeah, looking forward awesome. to it. John, mm-hmm. yeah, are you looking to anything that is not Doctor Strange and not Barry? It is. Well, okay. for
1: starters, I established last episode that I'm looking forward to Star Trek Strange New Worlds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and,
1: and nobody else can have it. But yeah, it's actually coming right around the corner. Uh, May 5th, it's going to premiere on Paramount+. Plus. It just, it looks so good. We talked about it yeah. last time, and I'm super excited about the kind of the return back to the more episodic. Though mm-hmm. There's some serialized to it, but just Anson Mount is such a great oh, pike. Yeah. Yes, it, yes. they, they can do no wrong. It's going to be so good. I'm just sure it's going to be great. On a personal front, I'm going on the first business trip I've been in in over a year. Oh wow! Finally, I'm headed headed out to Vegas for a couple of days. We have that trade show that's actually kind of happening in Vegas this time, and I'm going out for part of it, not all of it, but uh, yeah, I get to go and do that. Yeah,
2: business trip to Vegas. That's that's Vegas is a good spot to go your first (laughs) one. Yeah, it's fine, right? (laughs) Right? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So just just travel again. I've been so pent up because I used to travel so much, Mm -hmm. and now I travel none. And just to get out and do something again. Uh, and then back on the media front, man, this stupid, amazing Nicolas Cage film called The Unbearable oh, no. Weight of Massive Talent. Oh, April 22nd. I yeah. do we'll
0: look forward to that. You're going to ruin our gonna, reputation. It's going to
1: be so good. God I'm sure it. it's going to be good. The only thing that would make
0: that worse is if it had a Bigfoot puppet in it. Jesus Christ. Now that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it does.
2: Netflix are greenlit.
1: <laughs> I saw a new trailer the other day and it just, it's so self parodying and yeah. it, it reminds me of, you know, like Shatner finally got over being such a jerk and decided to make poke fun at himself. This is Nick Cage poking fun at the Nick Cage-ness of himself. <laughs>
0: uh, I, I'm just excited to see what they do with it. It looks I funny. I like that it's got the Mandalorian in it. I do yeah. like that. Yep. Oh yeah. 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 So
1: yeah, that's what I got coming up. Uh, a lot of stuff on the horizon is going to fill up our next few shows. Oh I'm sure. Sure. Damn sure. Be sure you're going to hear me talking about some Star Trek Strange New Worlds <laughs> <laughs> and probably some berry, based on what I've just heard as well yeah. <laughs> that is going to wrap it up for this edition of the show uh, before we leave I'd like to take just a second of course to uh, mention a brand new patron that we got okay. Marcus B Ooh, a new Marcus a new In Marcus ago? yeah just joined us at that $5 level nice, Marcus has been listening you. for a long time he uh, mails and messages periodically he's been a long time listener and a long time friend of mine actually uh, and he finally decided you know what I guess I won't just call you I'll actually put my money where my mouth. <laughs> tell you show you how much i appreciate the that's show. awesome so thank you marcus we so much appreciate you and everyone who supports us financially whether it be on patreon or over on youtube and that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the show of course we'll be back in two weeks with a regular edition but next week is our backtrack we pick a single nostalgic topic and dig in deep it's just about that time of year, Star Wars Day is around the corner, and we are <laughs> going to focus on the movie that started it all, Star Wars, A New Hope. Or just Star Wars. Or just Star Wars, depending <laughs> on where you stand, what it said when you saw it the first time. Look, nobody needs to be told what Star Wars is, but we're focusing on the first film and what it did to a media, what it did to film, what no, it did yeah. to the landscape of science fiction, and just everything that impacted such a landmark film, especially for gen xers and that's gonna be the focus of our backtrack you don't want to miss that one until then i am john george thank you so much for being here man yes sir mo you know not appreciate you always fun man and fourth lister it's you we all appreciate most of all and we will talk to you next time bye-bye
2: see you guys take care everybody
1: Jedix grown-up is a member of the Evergreen Podcast family. Learn more at Evergreenpodcasts.com. No
2: more while she shows Unacceptable for grown-ups. Your dinner came ash is French fries. Basically, life sucks. You know, you're playing it, like, wow, I kind of, you know, I'm feeling very mm-hmm. nostalgic about it, which luckily we have a backtrack coming up about that. So that helped me. You know, oh, well, just right spoil
0: it. the surprise. <laughs> Jesus.
2: Yeah, you can cut that out later. But
1: <laughs> They'll cut that out in post. There. They'll only hear it if they listen to the bloopers. Otherwise, they won't hear it. Exactly.
2: <laughs> and if they listen to bloopers, they listen to the entire thing anyway. So they know. There, you win.